God bless you and welcome to our five minutes of wisdom slot. And I am your brother, friend, and pastor, Walter Sindaka. You're very much welcome and tune on to our wonderful series on secrets. Secrets. And I will be sharing with us today the first secret the Lord showed us. And I would like to begin with a story. The story of a young man which I heard. In a kingdom, there was a particular kingdom. And in that kingdom, there was a grumpy king. He never used to laugh nor allow anyone in the kingdom to laugh. One day, a small boy couldn't control his laughter. Later, scared of the punishment, he thought of a plan. He wrote a funny story and converted it into a drama. Then he went to the palace and asked the king, May I present my drama to you? The king let him do it. Then the boy started the play. In the end, he came to the funniest part of the story, which made the king to smile and eventually burst into laughter. All the people present in the court were amazed. The king then allowed everybody in the kingdom to begin to laugh from that day. And everyone then lived happily ever after. Bible says in Proverbs 15, 13, that a merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. The first secret I'd like to share with us today is the, the secret that costs little but benefits much. It is called the secret of a smile. Can you say with me? Say the secret of a smile. Put a smile on your face and say the secret of a smile. Factually, a smile enriches those who receive it without making poorer the one who gives it. It takes only a moment to smile, but the memory of it lingers on forever. A smile heals the brokenhearted, creates a wealth of goodwill everywhere and spreads happiness all around. So let there be miles of smiles all around you. And I'd like you to understand that a smile may go miles. The effect of a smile goes far and wide. Give a smile to someone and it may brighten his or her day. A smile can create and recreate relationships. A smile helps to transform your relationships with others. It has the magic power to captivate hearts. I like you to understand that a smile chases away despair and pain. Smile at a suffering person. It will help ease pain considerably. Smile at a weary person causing weariness itself to vanish. And I love you to understand that a smile spreads happiness. A smile costs nothing, but it spreads happiness. And happiness is its own reward. A smile helps you to remain youthful. It, there is the power of youthfulness embedded in a smile. Smiles keep life useful and youthful. Friend, I like you listening to me this morning to understand that a smile is universal 
No one is so sufficient that he or she can claim to manage without a smile. No one is so poor that he or she cannot give a smile. A smile goes beyond boundaries, beyond cultures, and beyond geographical locations. A smile can go far beyond your ability. Bible says in Proverbs 15, 15, that all the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart has a continual feast. So the one that bringeth smile brings a feast. Just like it is commonly said in our African parable, that he that bringeth color not bringeth peace. The one that bringeth a smile bringeth a, brings a feast with him. And I'd like you to make a principle today to learn to smile. It is impossible for your body to produce ulcers while your smiles are genuine. Force a smile. Force a smile on your face even if you don't feel like smiling. The forced smile will eventually end up as a natural smile. Give a smile, it costs nothing, yet give so much, it cannot be bought, borrowed or stolen. It, yet it is of no value until it is given. And I'd like you to understand that when you give a smile to those who have known, you are increasing their lifespan. Life, life I mean to say, some people constantly maintain such a serious countenance that they seem to find it difficult to smile. Give them one of yours, for no one needs to smile so much as the one who has none to give. And I'd like you to understand the Bible says in Proverbs 17:22 that a merry heart do a good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dry the bones. When you bring a smile, you bring a merry heart. I'm praying that the Lord will give you the grace to maintain a smile. May nothing ever take your smile from you. And may nothing ever replace God's grace on you. My, 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 God's grace upon your life. And I'm praying for you that by the power of this podcast you just listened to, may your moment and days continue to be brighter. Brighter and brighter. The Bible says that the path of a righteous, it's like a shining light that shines brighter, brighter and brighter onto a glorious day. May you live to see a glorious day in the name of Jesus. God bless you as you share a smile with somebody today and for the rest of your life. May you never lack a smile in Jesus' name. I'll be your brother. God bless you. Good morning and happy new year. This new year, the Lord spoke to me and said I should do five minutes of wisdom records every morning. That will be our morning devotion. And I'm, I'm blessed by God to be the one giving this assignment. And I pray that God will give us grace to go through it. In a new year, and it's a new beginning for most people. For some, it's a continuation of all the years they have lived. Why did I say so? I say so because what looks new to one person may not be new to the other. After all, it's just a transition of a night. It's a transition of a day. It's like today and tomorrow. That was how 2019 and 2020 came to us. Ladies and gentlemen, this morning, I want to speak to you on a new beginning. A new beginning. Truthfully speaking to you, Everybody has his own beginning, and every man's beginning is a decision. And every decision 
is bathed by a vision, and every vision comes from a purpose. Every man's new beginning, I repeat, is from a decision, and a decision is bathed from a vision, and vision comes from a purpose. And it takes the wings of leadership to lead any man to his destiny and his future. This morning, I like to speak to you on beginning anew. Sometimes people speak about beginning anew and it ends in their words. Others think about beginning anew and it ends in their thoughts. But anything that is not backed by corresponding action never existed. You see, in the beginning, the Bible says, In the beginning, God said, Let there be light. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, every man whose beginning must have effect and lasting impact must begin in God. In the beginning, God. You see, in the beginning, God. Everything that must last in life must begin with God. This new year, I'd like to challenge you. Did you begin it with God? Have you decided to begin it with God? It obviously began 2019 with God. It is 2020. Do you want to begin it with God the same way? Because if it is the same way, you will get the same result. A wise man said the true definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, using the same method, yet expecting a different result. If you are having the same methods and expecting a different result, that is the definition of insanity. Question. Are you ready to go insane again this year? Answer. If no, then change your methods. If yes, then this record is not for you. Friends, it's good to begin anew. Begin anew with your relationship with your family. Begin anew in your relationship with co-workers. Begin anew in your relationship with friends. Begin anew in your visions. Begin anew in your goals. Begin anew in your purpose. You see, it's important to review those dreams you have had. Ladies and gentlemen, your dreams do not die unless you stop working on them. Dreams can last for as many years as you're willing to keep working on them. So don't tell me you lost that dream or that dream died. It doesn't die. Dreams do not have a lifespan. Their lifespan begins the time you start acting on them. They only have a dispensation, a generation. So this morning, in our five minutes of wisdom, I'd like you to begin anew. Begin afresh. Begin afresh with yourself, the definition of yourself. Begin afresh in your confident level of yourself. Begin afresh by building yourself to the capacity of a person that you envisage people to see you to be. Because I've often said, and will say it again, People only see you in the eyes with which you see yourself. Begin anew by standing before that mirror and defining the image you want the world to know you for this 2020. Set some priorities. Set some principles for your life. Set some limits for your life. Set some things that only you can do and those that others can do. I'm blessed and I believe God you have been blessed by this record this morning. And I know that you're going to share it with somebody to be a blessing to them. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. I'm Pastor Walter Sindaka. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning.
This is your brother, friend, and pastor, Walter Sindaka. And the Lord has been working on us. I believe that God has kept you and his faithfulness is evident in your lives. I am honored to be able to reach out again to you through this medium. We've been working on a serious secret and the last secret we had or the first secret we had was the secret of a smile. And the Lord instructed us today to look at the secret of a name, the secret of a name. It is amazing throughout scripture how names speak for people and how names define people. It is amazing how the people of old used names to define the destinies of their children. And in our days, we give names for how they sound and how recent or how ancient the names could be. It is important for you to understand that a name is, has both a physical and a spiritual code that connotes or denotes or defines a man's personality and defines a destiny. What we neglect does not give us permission for it not to exist in our lives. But what we understand is what takes preeminence. I'd like to share with you briefly from First Chronicles chapter 4 verse number 9. There is a gentleman there by name Jabez. Bible says he was more honorable than all his brothers. And his mother had called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him with soul. So the mother was at her terminal age and terminal uh, definition of life and was about to leave. And she had sorrow and pains of travail, which are common to all women. And she decided that she would transfer the pain to the newborn whose life was still to be defined. And she called the name of this young man, Jabez. It is amazing how we forget that pain is defined by circumstances and is defined by time and pain is defined by instances and we go away and we suddenly transfer it to innocent persons who have not known life and the pains we have felt and the names we give them end up defining their lives. You see, the same thing happens in Genesis 35 verse number 18. When Rachel was about to die, she was to bear a son, and she brought forth the son and called the name Ben-Oni, which means the son of Mesore, sorrow. But the father was right there, Jacob, and Jacob said, No, he shall not be called Ben-Oni, he shall be called Benjamin, which means the son of my right hand. And the tribe of Benjamin ended up being one of the strongest tribes in Israel. I'd like you to understand that names speak for us. Before we were born, before we were conceived, we were known. And spiritually, we are known by those names. Physically, we are known by those names. What is in your name? That is the question I'm asking you this morning. What kind of name are you bearing? Because the name you carry will define the life you will live unless you change it. Unless you change it. It is not just in the names our parents give us because our parents are our spiritual and physical heads but also the names we accept and give consent to because unless you give you accept and give consent to a thing it has no authority over you the names that we take on as nicknames also define our personality define our future define what kind of life we, we live on the earth you see one thing is 
evident of Jabez. He found out what his name meant and what the calamity of his that was surrounding his life meant, where they came from, the origin of his problems. And in verse number 10, Bible says, And Jabez called on the God of Israel, and he said, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, enlarge my coast, that your hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil. That it may be that it may not grieve me, and God granted him that which he requested. And legends tells us that God changed the name of Jabez, and so he became an honorable man. Until there was a whole city called the city of Jabez. You see, I like you, I like to challenge you this morning. Find out what your name means. There is a secret code that has been put in your name until you decode it and understand it. Whether it's a traditional name, an English name, a German name, a Latin name, a Spanish name, whatever form, whatever type, there is something in your name. And that name is ruling your life from the background. And until you find it out, define it, accept it or reject it, it's going to remain. Unless God intervenes, the story of a man's name cannot change. I want you to find out. You see, it's, it's funny how parents give negative connotations of names to their children because the children define circumstances they found themselves in when the children came forth, not knowing that the children are not responsible for the circumstances. You see, it is like bringing an allegation on someone who had not done anything evil. And yet the allegation works on him ignorantly. And this morning, I'm sharing this secret with you by the power of the Holy Spirit that you can be able to open up your eyes and find out what is in my name and why is my name the way it is. And is my life defined by my name? It's important you understand that. You can change your name. How do you change your name? Your parents can change it. Both physical or spiritual parents can change it. It doesn't matter if it's already in your document. You can change the one men call you because what men call you often is what nature responds to, is what the spiritual responds to, and is what your consciousness responds to. So you can have your name changed. I'm praying for you that the Lord will open your eyes and you will find out exactly what spiritual blessing or whatever spiritual curse had been hidden in the name you have been given so that he alone will give you the grace to be able to change it and redefine your life and redefine your destiny in the name of Jesus. Now, I'd like you to understand this. If at this level you have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, it's important to make him your Lord and Savior first because that is the first step towards having a name changed.